Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Did you see the pictures Project Veritas got a hold of at the border? Let me tell you the dirty little secret of what's going on at the border and why the Biden administration is desperate to keep the media away from our southern border and the exploding crisis happening down there right now. It's because of this. When you see the pictures I'm going to show you on the show today and the video from Project Veritas in a few minutes, you're going to say to yourself, gosh, that looks a lot worse than it did under the Trump administration. Weird. Of course, it's not weird to sane people. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. You don't like big tech and the government spying on you? Well, get a VPN today. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. I've got the immigration crisis in the beginning, including some video, again, not only by Project Veritas, but by the current DHS secretary who can't seem to get out of his own way and answer a basic question. And I also want to discuss what's going on in Miami with a number of disturbing videos right now. If you haven't seen what's going on in the streets and how the Democrats, again, take a simple situation, street chaos, a tragic one, but a simple one, and have to spin 30 or 40 narratives at it, watch today's show. I'll show you exactly how they do this. All right, let's get to it. Today's show, as I said, brought to you by ExpressVPN. Big tech companies have a ton of power in our country today. And as private entities, they can operate pretty much as they choose. Protect your personal data from big tech with the VPN we trust here for our online protection, ExpressVPN. When I use ExpressVPN, my connection gets rerouted to a secure encrypted server so these companies can't see my IP address at all. My internet activity becomes anonymized and my network data is encrypted. I use ExpressVPN. I recommend it to anyone who uses the internet, so basically everyone. And the best part is you don't need to be tech savvy at all to use ExpressVPN. Just download the app on your phone or computer. Tap one button and you're protected. It's that simple. Protect your internet activity today with the VPN we use right here. Go to Express vpn.com slash Bongino. You'll get this. You'll get three extra months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Get three extra months free. Don't wait. Expressvpn.com slash Bongino. All right, Joe, let's go. All righty. Monday morning. Yes, a loaded show as usual, accumulating all the data and info from the weekend you need on your Man. Monday morning headed into work. Here we go. Washington Examiner story in the newsletter today. You need to get a hold of Washington Examiner headline. Jake Dima, Customs and Border Protection planning to release migrants into the United States without a court date amid recent surge. It's their latest report. What could go wrong there, folks? What could possibly go wrong now? Now the border crisis has gotten so bad that what's happening at the border is because the paperwork takes so long to process and they have about 100,000 plus people coming across a month, the Border Patrol does not have enough people to process the paperwork. So ladies and gentlemen, the Biden administration has basically thrown the flag and said, hey, the sur- they're waving the towel in the corner, has totally surrendered our southern border, and is now just letting people walk into the country under the promise that, don't worry, we entered the country illegally, but we will call ICE later and arrange an appointment to what? Acknowledge we entered the country illegally? It's like, what, the huh? honor system now? What? <laughs> what could possibly go <laughs> wrong? Could go wrong, yeah. I, I I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I've been asking all weekend, too, to friends of mine who want to debate on this issue. I said, what other laws can we ignore now that liberals have forfeited the southern border? 
And the Biden administration is now people telling people entering the country illegally, don't worry, come in illegally, we'll let you go, no paperwork, we'll fingerprint you, that's it. And then later on, just reach out to us whenever you get to it, and we'll take care of the rest. Eh. What other laws are we allowed to just completely discard? What other laws? Serious question to the liberals who listen to the show. Can we ignore Obamacare? What about the tax hikes that are coming? What about taxes now? Can we ignore public school taxation and just take our money out of the local tax structure and send our kid to a charter school? What else? Are there any government regulations and red tape? Can you list the ones we're allowed to ignore? Like we're allowed to ignore, apparently, immigration laws at the southern border. I'd appreciate some guidance on that, Libs. Whatever you can provide for us about what laws are optional, I'd love to hear it. Now, debunking silly, stupid liberal myths, because there are a lot of them about the southern border. I heard Mayorkas, the DHS secretary, Secretary Mayorkas, and I'll get this video in a second. He was on with Chris Wallace on Fox News Sunday. They're trying to flip the script on the narrative because the Biden administration makes no mistake, realizes this story is getting out of hand. And even some, not all, but some mainstream Democrats are starting to say, hey, folks, we've got a serious problem at our border here. Someone's got to address this. But one of the things I heard Mayorkas, the DHS secretary, say this weekend, implying that there was some kind of a legal right for people to enter the United States illegally at the southern border. And I thought to myself, do these guys do any homework before they get on the air? Or they just they lie is just a matter of course. Folks, the laws are different at the border. You are not, listen to me, liberals, horse blinders on, okay? Because I know this stuff is hard for you. You are not entitled to the entire portfolio, not even close to the entire portfolio of constitutional rights at our borders. Did you know that? Of course you didn't. You don't actually do any homework. So Mayorkas' implication, again, I'll get to the video in a second, that somehow you're entitled to the same rights as citizens of the United States on our border. It's just wrong. Here's just one of them. I saw at this law.hustia.com. Border searches. You know, we have this thing called the Fourth Amendment. Well, if everyone around the world got constitutional rights, regardless of your status, then clearly at the border, you could stop at the border entering from Mexico or Canada, right? You have Fourth Amendment protections, right? If they apply everywhere. And you could yeah. just say, no searches on my car. I want to see a warrant. Yeah. Makes sense, right? Well, that's not exactly how it works. Searches made at the border pursuant to longstanding right of the sovereign to protect itself by stopping and examining persons and property crossing into the country are reasonable simply by the virtue of the fact that they occur at the border and should by now require no extended demonstration. Authorized by the first Congress, the customs searches in these circumstances require no warrant, no probable cause, not even the showing of some degree of suspicion that accompanies even investigatory steps. You know, Libs, again, if you do a little bit of homework, you would find out we don't owe people nearly anything at the southern border other than some degree of, you know, treating people. There's no reason to treat people terribly, of course. But they're not entitled to any of those constitutional protections, or but most of them. That Boumediene decisions created some opaqueness about things like habeas corpus. Bring forth the body arraignments and things like that about remember the Gitmo case, Boumediene 
But no, you don't get constitutional rights at the border because you show up and claim them. That's not the way a country works. Hey, I'm here. Are you here legally? No, but I have all these constitutional rights. You do? Are you a taxpayer? No. Are you a citizen? No. Are you even entering the country through the legal process? I'm not doing that either. No, you don't get those constitutional protections. And I'll ask again, now that the DHS secretary and others are implying that we owe the entire world some degree of legal protections, we don't under our constitution. And now that we're letting people into the country under the what? The promise system? I promise I'm going to report to ICE at a later date. Uh, What's the point of legal immigration? What's the point? Amen, brother. Yeah. I don't care. Why bother? What's the point? Why bother? There's no point. Why enter the country legally? Just walk in. I'll be back later. Pinky promise. Now, here's a video I now teased for the last uh, seven minutes or so. (laughs) This is a DHS secretary, Mayorkas, on with uh, Christopher Wallace this weekend on Fox News. And he's asked a simple question about the border. Hey, why aren't the press allowed to see what's going on at the border? Well, I just told you they're not allowed to see what's going on because if the press pictures get out about how bad it is at the border... It'll be compared to the Trump administration and any sane person will be like, my gosh, it was a lot better under Trump. But the press can't say that because they've told you for the last few years that Trump's a racist, of course. Here's a video. Here's my orcas. And I want you to watch him flip the script, listen carefully and try to make this about COVID, which is totally, completely a look, shiny red ball, squirrel moment. Check this out. Why has the Biden administration refused to allow reporters to see for themselves and to record what the conditions are under which these minors are being housed? Why, in fact, did you, when you went to the border on Friday and led a congressional delegation, why did you refuse to allow reporters to see the conditions under which these minors are being held? Uh, Two things, uh, Chris, if I may. Number one, let's not forget that we're in the midst uh, of a pandemic and we are focused uh, on our operations, executing our operations in a crowded Border Patrol facility uh, where uh, hundreds of vulnerable migrant children are located, number one. And number two, we're working on providing footage so that the American public can see uh, the Border Patrol stations. And I would encourage uh, you and other reporters to see the facilities under the uh, control of the Health and Human Services Department, where those children are sheltered and where they belong and where we are moving them as quickly as possible. You notice what he did there? Don't worry, folks. My whole job right now, because you all are busy, you have your own careers, your own kids and your own lives. My entire job is to dismantle nonsense like this and give you the takeaways quickly. Notice what he does first. Why aren't we allowed to see what's going on? Chris Wallace asked him at the southern border. Oh, no, no, it's all about COVID. I'll get to that in a second. But the second part's interesting. He says, don't worry. Don't worry. We're going to show you government-approved footage from our HHS facilities. Notice he doesn't say CBP facilities. We're going to show you propaganda-like material like the North Koreans do. Don't worry. Other than that, We're totally, entirely transparent, huh? 
Well, what, what yeah. is? I mean, are we waiting for uh, this, the Soviets and Pravda to show up next? So notice that that's the second part of that. He's not going to show you CBP facilities. He's going to show you government-approved footage, which defeats the entire purpose of having a press, independent, an independent press, by the way. But notice how he uses COVID as a weapon there. It's just, oh, no, no, no. We can't allow the press in because of the COVID crisis. You know, that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's really, that's a fascinating assertion there. You know, the Democrats, they had no problem whatsoever when press people were embedded knee deep in the BLM and Antifa riots over the summer during the middle of the hottest portion of the pandemic. When these press people could have been injured, could have been hurt. These were very dangerous riots in many cases. And COVID was running wild. They had no problem with that. I didn't hear the Democrats speaking out on behalf of the press saying, listen, guys, ladies, here's the deal. You could potentially get COVID at these super spreader riots we have. You could be hurt. We're just looking out for you. Maybe you should stay home. I don't remember any of that. But now... All of a sudden, they're very worried about the press getting pictures of the immigration crisis they caused because they think the press could get COVID, maybe a little bit of PPE, a mask on, maybe that. No, no, none of that. These people are full of crap. How do you keep falling for this? How? I'm not, again, this is not directed at the conservatives listening to the show. You guys got brains. But to the far leftists, how do you keep falling for this? How do you keep getting suckered? The stupidity is really unforgivable. Now, I told you what former President Trump should do is he should now create, listen, Biden's one-month honeymoon is over. By the way, no one gets a honeymoon anymore. He, he swore in, that's it. They, remember, Trump swore in, he was a Russian traitor the next day, according to the liberal left. So no more honeymoons. We're done with that. First 100-day honeymoon, no, no, we're done with it. I said President Trump, should right away create a contrast to everything, everything Biden does to dismantle his sane immigration policies to create chaos at the border. Good for him. Statement by President Trump this weekend. Here's a screenshot from my actual phone that he released this weekend via his email, uh, his email list. He says, we proudly handed the Biden administration the most secure border in history. All they had to do was keep the smooth running system on autopilot. Instead, in the span of just a few weeks, the Biden administration has turned the national triumph into a national disaster. They are in way over their heads and taking on water fast. Nice. Good for you. This is what Trump has to do from this point on. Create a contrast. As I've said, foils matter. What's a foil, right? You put a diamond on a super dark background. The diamond has more luster. It looks clearer. It looks brighter and it looks better because it creates a contrast. We think in contrast, the way to get this country back on track, set us up for 2022 and 2024 for a potential Trump run is for right away, create a contrast every time Biden screws up, which sadly is every single day now. Now, how bad is it at the border? And this is why the media does not want to show you these pictures. Of course, we had to go to our friends at Project Veritas, James O'Keefe, the most dangerous man in America to liberal goofballs because they just don't like him because he winds up getting footage on all of them screwing up. James O'Keefe at Project Veritas has gotten a hold of some photos of how bad the CBP, not HHS, CBP facilities 
where illegal immigrants are processing help, just how bad the situation is. And as I play this cut for you, I want you to imagine for a moment, for a brief moment in time, suspend disbelief, get into the multiverse and pretend you live in a universe where the media is fair, where they criticize the Trump administration for cages Barack Obama built and they had illegal immigrants in. I want you to imagine if these pictures were broadcast during the Trump administration. Check this out. Project Veritas has obtained never before seen photographs of what it actually looks like inside this facility. Shocking images showing people wrapped up in what looks like metal foil, laying on the ground, their faces covered. Why won't the administration be honest about this? Why won't they show you these images? You can watch the whole video, Project Veritas's uh, social media accounts. You can see it, James O'Keefe's accounts as well. Ladies and gentlemen, there are people and bodies packed in, wrapped in foil blankets on the ground, packed in like sardines. Again, I'm just asking a common sense question. If this was actually happening under the Trump administration, there would be a... a, a an, an, an international outcry. There would be war crimes trials at The Hague. But because it happens under Obama and the Pravda media has got to cover it up, we have to rely on people like James O'Keefe at Project Veritas to get the information out there. Now you see, I was on Fox and Friends this morning. Uh, I hope to be doing a regular Monday thing at 8 o'clock, 8 a.m. Eastern time. But I was on this morning and I said, this is the dirty little secret, folks. This is why they won't let the press in. Because of photos like that, people packed together, wrapped in aluminum foil blankets. And even the, I think even the most insane of liberals quietly knows, gosh, this looks a lot worse than it did under the Trump administration. How do we hide that and gaslight the public? Because you, you lie. That's what you all do. You can't admit that Trump got the situation reasonably under control. All right, I want to get to my second sponsor. On the other side is I got an important block here. Because it's not just Mayorkas trying to blame the press, the lack of press transparency by the Biden administration at the border on COVID, which is quite gross for them to do that. They also tried to spin another situation developing in South Florida. I live in Florida, which has gotten really bad. They're trying to spin that into a COVID thing as well. And when they couldn't do that, now they're trying to make it a racial thing. Stay t- You're not going to want to miss this segment. I'll show you what's really going on in South Florida. Today's show also brought to you by friends at Teeter. You know, I love Teeter inversion tables. Now Teeter is bringing it. Bringing what? This awesome full body, zero impact exercise machine called the Free Step Recumbent Cross Trainer. I used it this morning. I've been getting up early. New uh, schedule now that I'll be taking over May 24th on radio stations across the country. I hope you listen. So I had to get up early and I hit the Free Step Recumbent Cross Trainer this morning. Fitness has always played a role in my life. It keeps me sharp. My wife and I love the free step, especially when my arthritis, which is bad, flares up. The free step lets me work out. It lets me work out too. Sometimes I do easy days. I do this anti-glycolytic training. Sometimes I do Tabata sprints. You can check it out, but I do them all in the free step. The Teeter free step is totally unique to anything else out there because it's truly low impact, but it lets you fire up the intensity if you really want to for a whole body workout. The technology is licensed from commercial PT equipment, so you'll experience a smooth, linear stride. It protects your knees, hips, back better than any other cardio machine. I work everything without wearing my body down. You can dial the resistance down to warm up your joints. I do that sometimes, but this morning I cranked it. I did some tabatas and some anti-glycolytic training, which seems like they're, 
You're not supposed to do them both at the same. But I do. I fired it up this morning. Was sweating my butt off. The free steps proven to burn 17% more calories than a recumbent bike. Plus, you get access to trainer-led workout videos on the free Teeter Move app for personal training and motivation from the comfort of your own home. What are you waiting for? Get it today. The free step recumbent cross trainer. Teeter has an exclusive offer for you. Get the free step recumbent cross trainer for $100 off when you go to teeter, T-E-E-T-E-R dot com slash Dan. The Teeter free step is over 1,000 reviews on Amazon with a 4.6 star rating. With this deal, you get $100 off when you go to teeter.com slash Dan. You also get free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. There's no reason not to try it. Remember, you can only get the Teeter Free Step Recumbent Cross Trainer and save $100 by going to teeter.com slash Dan. That's teeter.com slash Dan. Go today. This machine is awesome. Love it. It's my new fave. All right, so getting back to this, I have, but wait, watch them try it again. This is round two of Democrats and liberals, again, not telling you the truth about the crisis at the border and not telling you the truth about what's happening in southern Miami, uh, excuse me, in southern Florida, in the Miami South Beach area. It's spring break down there, and the place is absolutely erupted. Now, again, the media, instead of telling people the truth, we can see the videos, folks, just like we can see the Project Veritas video of the crisis in these CBP facilities. People packed... Heads, tails in aluminum yeah. foil blankets. You get what I mean, Joe? People packed head, tails. We can see it. I'm going to show you the videos of what's happening in Miami and how video here. Here's the media trying to spin this again into a COVID thing. The Guardian. Miami Beach spring break chaos. More than a thousand arrests as COVID curfew expended. The AP. Folks, politicians, and they let the media play into this a little bit, are seeming to imply that the spring break chaos that's erupted in South Beach is somehow the curfews are all a COVID thing. Why? Because you'll see, not specifically in this Guardian piece, but if you see all the gist of the piece this week and what was trending on social media, Death Santis. Death Santis. Of course, the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, who's been largely successful compared to liberal state governors in combating the coronavirus outbreak, he is an enemy of the left because he's a Republican. By the way, Ron DeSantis will not be on our, he does not want to come on the show in the next few. I'm very upset about that, but that's okay. That's for another day. So that he's become public enemy number one because he's a Republican and has a successful record against Corona. So they're trying to blame the curfew and the spring bake situation on him. COVID is handling of COVID. Well, that went nowhere fast. <laughs> so again, instead of acknowledging the chaos and telling you the truth, the media in there never let a crisis go to waste. They're like, oh my gosh, let's blame what's happening in South Beach on racism. You don't believe me? Look at the Miami Herald, Martin Vasolo. Black leaders react to South Beach, a spring break curfew crackdown. They're calling it, quote, unnecessary force. Uh, really now? So what's really going on in South Florida? And why has there been a crackdown? Ladies and gentlemen, it's not because of COVID and it's not because of racism. It's because South Florida has erupted in violence and chaos during this string, spring break. Never let a crisis go to waste. Media has to pile right on. You want to see it for yourself? Here's video number one of a restaurant. Caught this off social media. This restaurant, this is the second time apparently this has happened to the same restaurant during spring break week. Um, this video is like a minute and a half long. In the interest of time, I'm just going to play you 15 seconds 
Look at this fight in a restaurant. And right as this fight in the restaurant broke out, everybody walked out on the bill. I'm hearing cost the restaurant $2,000. Check this out. That's the second time, apparently, that happened at the restaurant. Thousands of dollars, people walking out, fights breaking out. Don't worry, folks, this curfew and everything, it's definitely racist, and it's related to COVID. Maybe it's related to the chaos that's breaking out in South Florida. You're like, oh, my gosh, Dan, that's just one video. Come on, guy. Coach Stan reference there for you older listeners who've been listening a while. <laughs> yeah. Here's video number two, taken in the streets of South Florida. A guy runs out on his bill. Restaurant owner's not having any of that. Restaurant owner goes to get him, and the guy doesn't want to pay his bill at the restaurant. Check this out. Notice none of this, by the way. Any of the media narratives seem to have any concern for the business owners in South Florida. Yeah. If any of you are in anyway familiar with south florida it is one of the most diverse places on planet earth by the way central americans people from south america people from europe asia australia people from all over the world come to south florida it is one of the most diverse places on earth but because the videos i just played you involve people who are black the media has to make it a racial thing because never let a crisis go to waste. Here's another video of a street fight breaking out in South Florida. Again, let's not let's not try to fix the situation for business owners and residents of South Florida. Let's make it a COVID or a racial thing because the media and their liberal friends can never let a crisis go to waste and can never just simply do this very, very easy moral and ethical thing called telling the truth. Check this one out. Oh, Oh, Wilson! Oh, oh my God! I don't understand, I'm not, and I mean this. I'm, I'm, I'm to my, the liberal folks who listen to this show, and especially the the lunatics. Um, serious question for you, Joe. I'm guessing after calling them lunatics, they may <laughs> they may not take the question seriously. That's a possibility. I'm giving it a shot, <laughs> but I'm trying. Yeah, but it's a small, but you're right. Small possibility, Wilson. Um, how is it not racist to ignore this? So you have spring break, you have a scenario where chaos is broken out and some of the people involved in some of this chaos happen to be black. Some of the business owners, by the way, where these businesses happen to be black as well. Many of them are Hispanic, Central and South American. So how isn't it racist to ignore that? When, in other words, when you ignore that, what, what are you saying? Is this not the soft bigotry of low expectations? Like, no, no, we're supposed to let this go because why? You fill in the blank on that, Captain Liberal, and I think you're going to find yourself in a really uncomfortable situation. Do you get where I'm going with this? Oh, Joe, does this yeah. make sense? Oh, yeah, man. So we're supposed yeah. to ignore this because Why? The subjects in the video happen to be black. Why exactly are you ignoring it? Because you, I'm talking to the liberals out there. Right. We're supposed to ignore it when they're black because all of a sudden they're like, oh my gosh, I got to be really careful what I say. Of course you do. Because what you're about to say is super racist. 
kind of like why we're supposed to ignore the fact that most Americans support voter ID and liberals tell you things like, we can't have that. That's racist. Why? Can you explain that, please? Yeah, uh, uh, because, you know, black Americans, um, uh, uh, they're, well, they're sweating. But you see the sweat. I wish I had fake sweat. Uh, black Americans, you know, they have a really they have a really hard time getting a driver's license. They, they do. Oh, man. What, what, why exactly yeah. is it? Why exactly is that? They do. You know, school choice. Well, why can't we allow Black Americans and their families to pick where their kids go to school? Um, uh, uh, because um, uh, the liberals sweating again. Okay, this is liberals. I've heard this on the radio. Similar kind of insinuations. You know, Black Americans. They don't know what's best for them. They don't. They, that sounds kind of racist. Black Americans, crime, chaos, when they're the subject, we should just let that go because, oh, ooh, what's next? What's next? Oh, oh, say it. Say it. Oh, no. Oh, it's the sweat coming down their faces. You notice how, the, again, they can never avoid leveraging a crisis. Believe me, there is a crisis in South Florida. I live here. They can never avoid spinning it into a total BS narrative. By the way, those videos are everywhere. Every, I showed you three in the interest of time. All right, moving on. Um, you know what? Let me get, I usually don't do them this early, but it's, I have a kind of a routine with, with sponsors in the show because I, I love my sponsors and I love the fact that you're patient with me um, and they pay for the show to keep it free for you. So I appreciate it. Let me do my third sponsor. And on the other side of this video, I'm um, in the other side of this segment, excuse me. I want to ask you this. How are the two videos I'm about to show you a formal, former director of national intelligence, John Ratcliffe. How are these two clips not the lead story on every single station in America right now? John Ratcliffe. I am not overselling this. Even Gee hasn't, Joe's seen it. Gee hasn't seen it yet. Even Gee's excited about this one. John Ratcliffe said some stuff to Maria Bartiromo this weekend in an interview about UFOs. That if it doesn't bake your bagels, you don't have bagels to be baked. <laughs> Stay tuned. Right? You've seen it, Joe. Don't tell oh, me. Dude. Joe no, gets no. to cheat. He's already seen it. I got to cut it into two separate videos because it's like, wait, did he just say that? All right. Today's show brought to you by our friends at stamps.com. Let's face it. Taking trips to the post office is probably not how you want to spend your time. That's why I recommend mailing and shipping online at stamps.com. Stamps.com allows you to mail and ship anytime, anywhere, right from your computer. Send letters, ship packages, pay a lot less with discounted rates, not only from the post office, but from UPS as well. Stamps.com brings the post, uh, the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS to your computer. It's like that. Stamps.com is a must-have for any business, including mine. With Stamps.com, you get discounts up to 40% off post office rates. And get a load of this, up to 62% off UPS shipping rates. Don't waste any more money. Not to mention, Stamps.com is a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. Are you a small office sending out invoices, an online uh, seller shipping out orders, or even a giant warehouse sending thousands of packages each day? Stamps.com handles it all with ease. Just use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send it. When your mail's ready, just schedule a drop-off or pick it up. Or schedule a pickup or drop it off. It's that simple. Stamps.com is a no-brainer. Saves you time. Saves you money. It's no wonder nearly 1 million small businesses already use Stamps.com. Stop wasting time going to the post office. Go to Stamps.com instead. There's no risk. And with my promo code, Dan, my first name, 
you get a special offer. It includes this, a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale, no long-term commitments or contracts. How do you get this deal? Go to stamps.com. Click on that microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Dan. That's stamps.com, promo code Dan. Stamps.com, never go to the post office again. Check them out. All right, let's get to this video. Got to make sure I didn't run over my wires on my microphone. Please. So Johnny Ratcliffe, the former director of national intelligence, appeared on Maria Bartiromo's show this weekend, and they started talking about UFOs, you know, unidentified flying objects, weird things flying around in the sky that no one can seem to identify. Let me just get right to the video. Here's video clip number one. And I just, again, want to ask you, how is this not the lead story all over America today? This is a real, this is not a joke. Check this out. Actually... Um, is a program that's been in place for a few years in terms of a task force that that has been uh, there under the National Defense Authorization Act. But as you correctly point out, Maria, there's now a report that will be issued by the by the Pentagon, uh, by the Secretary of Defense and the Director of National Intelligence. I actually wanted to get this information out and declassified before I left office, but we weren't able to get it down into an uh, an unclassified format that we could talk about uh, quickly enough. But but frankly, there are a lot more sightings than have been made public. Some of those have been declassified. When we talk about sightings, we're talking about objects that have been seen by Navy or Air Force pilots or have been picked up by satellite imagery that, um, uh, frankly, um, engage in actions that are difficult to explain, that um, movements that... Uh, that are hard to replicate, that we don't have the technology for, or traveling at speeds that you know exceed the sound barrier without a, a sonic boom. So in short, um, things that we are observing that are difficult to explain. Um, and so uh, you know, there's actually quite a few of those, and I think that that information is being gathered and will, will be put out um, in a way that the American people can see. We always, when we, when we see these things, Maria, we always look for a, a, a plausible explanation. You know, weather can cause disturbances, visual disturbances. Sometimes we wonder whether or not our adversaries have technologies um, that are a little bit further down the road than we thought or that we realized. But there are instances where we don't have good explanations for some of the things that we've seen. And, um, you know, when that information becomes declassified, I'll be able to talk a little bit more about that. Uh, what? <laughs> so... So just to be clear, this isn't some like, uh, you know, a uh, local reporter for um, <laughs> the East Tuna Fish Times. Um, this is the former director of national intelligence of the United States of America who goes on a national cable show. It's like, yeah, so we've seen these objects performing technological feats. No human being or human object or human technology is capable of. Um, and yeah, we have multiple sightings. We had that headline, by the way, at Bongino Report mm -hmm. all weekend, because in my humble opinion, I don't get into that often what Matt does over that, you know, Bongino Report, he's a conservative, I let him run it as the editor, but this weekend I sent that over, I was like, Matt, I think we should run this as the headline. Now, ladies and gentlemen, there's only two possible explanations here for this. If these things are real, and there's a big if, and let's say they're all not weather phenomenon or mistakes or camera tricks or whatever. And there seems to be a lot. So let's assume some of them aren't. There's only two explanations, right, of what this is. Number one is our enemies in the United States 
we're friendly, you know, but but not our country. All right. That they have technologies that enable them to perform feats no human being it could possibly replicate or imagine. Right? That's kind of something I'd want to know. No. Or number two, there's some like Thanos dark side like beings from another universe. Um, I don't know. Maybe they watch the Marvel or DC movies. I don't know. And we're inspired to come here and visit, visit this planet with technologies Mm -hmm. that human beings can't possibly combat. I think that would be kind of interesting too. No. Now here's the weird part. Mm -hmm. And it's why I say, eh, I'm assuming some of these are not just weather phenomenon, camera tricks or otherwise notice in part two of this, as not only does Ratcliffe acknowledge that there were sightings of these technologies that seem alien or alien to us, at least at a minimum. But here he acknowledges in part two of this, that some sensors have apparently picked this stuff up. So if it's just some weird weather balloon or some crazy cloud formation, then what the hell are these sensors picking up? Keep in mind, this is the former director of national intelligence. Check this out. Can you tell us where it was seen? Actually, all over the world. There have been sightings all over the world. And and when we talk about sightings, the other thing I will tell you is um, it's not just a pilot or just uh, a satellite or some um, uh, intelligence collection. Usually we have multiple sensors that are picking up these things. And so, uh, you know, again, some of this are just their unexplained phenomenon. Um, and uh, there's actually quite a few more than have been made public. So uh, I think it'll be healthy for uh, as much of this information to get out there as possible um, so that the American people can see. Wow. <laughs> mm. Unexplained phenomena. Maybe we should be explaining oh, that. Yeah. Listen, I know, too, I look quite <laughs> alien when I wear black shirts. I read your feedback. You're like, damn, whenever you wear a black shirt, it looks like your head is bouncing in behind. I get it. I get it. Totally get it. Geese tried to fix it with the light in the background, but I get it. I'm a bouncing head. Okay. It's not alien. This is just a black shirt, but I like it. I like black shirts. Sometimes I have a lot of them. I wear them on Fox all the time, but given that this is an unexplained phenomenon, maybe we should be doing our best to explain that. I, 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 I hope we are. I want to end this segment of talking quickly about a counterpoint on this. So the point would obviously be by Radcliffe that we have a problem. Either adversaries or other countries have technologies we're unaware of as the most prosperous economy on earth, which sounds like a bad thing, especially if there are enemies. Or secondly, we've got some alien species doing a whole Marvel multiverse routine on us. Next thing you know, we'll have that goofy, thin alien character from the uh, Avengers movies, you know, that comes down with Thanos. You are all welcome to kneel to Thanos. Remember that cat? Uh, he gets like beat up a little bit at the end. You know, I'm talking about the thin guy. Okay. You will kneel before. We are here to help you. Remember, he reminds me of the dude in Braveheart. I declare the right of Prima Nocta, that guy. Yeah, he doesn't, I don't know. He doesn't do too well at the end of that thing. But you get the point. We may see that dude next if we don't find out with this unexplained phenomenon and get an explanation for it real fast, right quick. But on the counterpoint, there's a great book I read a long time ago. I actually interviewed this guy when I had a weekend radio gig at WMAL in DC, which we will be on May 24th 
in that 12 to 3 spot, the great WMAL. I interviewed this guy, Hugh Ross. He wrote a book. It's called Why the Universe Is the Way It Is. The book is fascinating. We'll probably send them to the top of Amazon today, but that's okay. Or no, don't send them to Amazon. Don't buy anything on Amazon. Retraction. Go buy it somewhere else, anywhere but Amazon. But the book is called Why the Universe Is the Way It Is. I was driving in, this is, I've told this story before, but driving into work one time when I used to do some guest hosting at WCBM, at a station very familiar to Joe, who was a morning show producer there for, for, for the longest time. And Joe, they used to run George Norrie, right? Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, yeah, Before, I think they still still are. Overnight. No, yeah, they probably still now, yeah. do. Yeah. No, so they, I was coming to. in to guest host, and it was I think that's when they were still six to nine. I think they're five to nine now. It's, <laughs> Joe, Joe had some early mornings, if you know what I mean? Oh, and I'm yeah. driving in to guest host, and uh, George Norrie was on, and they were interviewing this guy, Hugh Ross, and the, it was the most fascinating interview. It was about his book, Why the Universe is the Way It Is. And I couldn't get over it, how incredibly smart this guy was. I think he's an astrophysicist. I wound up having him back on WMAL. But the point of his book, which he was explaining on an interview, and believe me, when it's like three o'clock in the morning, it's hard to get you interested in anything at all, was that he doesn't believe there are aliens at all. In his book, he lays out why he thinks God gave us this planet and this planet only for life. And not only why life only exists on this planet, but why God gave us the ability to see everything else and the glory of his creation and just how profound it is exclusively here. It's a fascinating book. I'm telling you, you'll read it like that. Why the universe is the way it is. I have no interest in this financial interest in this book whatsoever. I don't get like a plug feed and pay. I'm just telling you, if you're interested in the point and a counterpoint that, oh yeah, there's got to be aliens. And here's why. Read his counterpoint, Hugh Russ, why he says, nope, not going to happen. The chances are infinitesimally small. Here's why only life could start here. And not only why life only exists here, and it's in really easy to understand science, but why God gave us the ability to see everything else and his majesty from this spot. It's the only place you can see it. Crazy good book. This show is, this is a lot of material, right? Immigration, South Florida crisis, media narratives, UFOs, Hugh Ross, creation, all this kind of stuff. Let me get to my last sponsor. And I went on the other side of this. I want to get to another uh, just spectacular set of videos because this is a guy on the left coming up next in these videos from the Bill Maher show. I'm not talking about Maher. I'm talking about his guest. There's a guy on the left you must listen to right now. Must. I'm a conservative. I don't want to listen to these lunatics on the left. No, no, listen to this guy. I've cited him multiple times in the last few weeks. And one of the big mistakes people make in politics, it's why Trump was able to sneak up on them in 2016, is the left never listens to what's going on on the right. But the way you defeat the left is by picking out voices that make salient points, processing the information, and using it. If the left is going to give you information, that you can use strategically to win elections, you darn well better take it. And I'm telling you, you should listen to this guy. All right, my last sponsor first, and then we'll get to that video. And then I'll sum it up for you nicely. Promise. A real promise, not like the promise to go report to an ICE uh, center after you entered the country illegally. That's not going to work. 
I'm also going to relate it to an old article by Jonah Goldberg. All right, today's show brought to you by our friends at GenuCell. Spring is finally here, ladies and gentlemen. And during Chamonix's spring clearance event, you can get the brand new Zotique Deep Correcting Serum absolutely free. That's right. Your order today of classic GenuCell for bags and puffiness includes Zotique for free. Whether you're staying home, going back to work, or simply connecting remotely with your loved ones and coworkers, now is the time to say goodbye to puffiness, blotchy skin, crow's feet, acne scars, and even those pesky sunspots. It's time to open up, get out, and feel great about how you look. Get compliments or simply get 100% of your money back. Order GenuCell now, and Chamonix will also include GenuCell's immediate effects. Very popular in this house for results in minutes, also free. See results guaranteed at 100% of your money back. Go to GenuCell.com, enter my discount code at checkout. What is it? It's Dan40. That's Dan40. And this crazy good sale gets even better. Order right now, get the classic GenuCell jawline treatment to tighten and tone the chin and neck area, also free. All orders today are upgraded to free priority shipping. Visit GenuCell.com, GenuCell.com. That's GenuCell.com. Use my promo code Dan40. And you can look as lovely as the lovely Paulita who loves this stuff. She is a listening close by she hasn't gone anywhere she's just listening in a different room because the studio setup here gets a little tight folks all right so as i said one of the big mistakes i think people make as political strategists is they let their emotions get the best of them and because they're angry at the other side they don't listen to what they're saying which i understand i'm angry at them a lot they do really stupid things all the time like telling illegal immigrants, don't worry, just come into the country illegally. And it's the honor system, pinky promise, you know, uh, that you'll come back later and report to a local ICE facility. Uh, Just Mm. stupidity beyond belief. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't listen to them. The big mistake of the 2016 election the left made is they ignored Trump. They just insulted him all the time. Deplorables, the smelly Walmart people, whatever they may be, and enabled us to sneak up and outflank them. There's this guy on the left, uh, S-H-O-R, Shores is last name. I think his first name is David. If you've been listening to my show the past two weeks, you've I've reported on this guy repeatedly. They had some coverage of him in New York Magazine. He's a liberal, a self-admitted liberal. Well, his I don't know if it was because of our show or whatever, but we've been covering him extensively. And now all of a sudden he's doing a little media tour. Why? Because he wrote this piece telling liberal, he's a liberal himself. He wrote this piece warning liberals, you guys and ladies are destroying the Democrat Party. Trump is doing this, liberals are doing this, and Trump is winning. Again, the author saying this is a liberal himself. Here is why the Trump effect is getting Hispanic and working class voters to leave the Democrat Party in droves. And he's warned them that this is not going to go on forever. You will eventually be a minority party if you continue down this path. Here is this guy Shore with Bill Maher this weekend. The first part, he explains why the left is basically doomed if they don't cut the cancel culture, far left, radical BS, green energy, don't worry, report to your local ICE ICE office, defund the police nonsense. Check this out. Would you say that there's a woke and liberal are now really two different, at least wings of the party? People who consider themselves classic liberals like I do. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Do not I, con- yes, uh, uh, that's why I think they lose. The Democrats have been losing votes that they should be winning. You know, I think the big the big thing uh, defund the police. Could you come up with a more drive away the voters phrase than that? Uh, for example, 
you know, just to take one. Crime is really unpopular. You're going to give political advice. That's probably the most self-evident expression of public voter sentiment you'll ever see in human history. Crime is really not a popular thing, folks. It's not popular in Southern Miami either. South Beach, Southern Florida. I keep saying Southern Miami. Miami is South Florida. It's not popular there either. And I've got news for you, for you quietly racist liberals out there seeming to suggest that the most diverse place on earth should tolerate crime because some of the perpetrators happen to be black. That's really racist to say that. On your part. So this guy, sure, who's been warning forever that Trump has an appeal to Hispanic, black, Asian, and white working class voters, that this is eventually going to cost you your party if you don't tighten it up quick. He is warning these idiots on the left that things like defund the police, you are appealing to such a small portion of the population that you can't pop possibly get a national popular majority if you keep moving forward. And they just don't care. They keep doubling down. Key, I'm going to go a little out of order here. Can we do the LA Times piece now and then go to uh, video number two? This is important. Listen, Jonah Goldberg is no fan of mine, okay? Let's just be honest. He probably hates my guts, but he's written some decent stuff in the past, and even though I'm no fan of a lot of the stuff he's been saying lately, good stuff is good stuff. He made a really good point in a piece I've cited repeatedly in my show. It'll be in the show notes today, my newsletter. Bongino.com slash newsletter is how you get this stuff. Just go there, subscribe to the newsletter. I'll email you this stuff every morning. Read this piece. Again, just because he's a never-Trumper doesn't mean the point here isn't, isn't one we should really kind of tattoo on our brains. And it relates to this prior segment with this David Shore guy telling liberals, stop being emotional. Start thinking tactically. Defund the police is probably not a good thing. He has this piece, Jonah, it's called, it was in the LA Times and elsewhere, Smoking Guns and Tobacco. It's from December of 2015. The point of the piece is a simple one. What does smoking have to do with guns and tobacco? What is that? What is he talking about? He makes this great point about how the war on smoking in the United States was a successful effort. It, I mean, it's, it, we haven't eliminated it totally. But I don't know if you remember, Joe, you surely remember back in the 60s and 70s, even early 80s, everybody smoked. Oh, yeah. Every, I remember, I'm not kidding. I'm not going to say who. I may have said it before, but I won't say it again. I remember sitting in a car, let's just mm-hmm. say with a relative, often, where they were smoking with the windows closed yeah. on like an hour-long trip to Jones Beach from Queens. And nobody thought anything of it. It was just like, yeah, everybody smokes. You close the window. Maybe you open it once in a while to let the car air out. But why did that change? Why do so few people, relatively speaking, smoke cigarettes now? Because number one, it was a bipartisan effort. And secondly, people didn't talk to smokers like they were morons. Everybody knew a smoker and made an effort to talk to them on their own terms. I mean, my mother was a smoker. She scaled down the habit dramatically. But I said to her, I I knew on her terms things that would resonate. You knew a smoker. You knew some things and some tactics for getting them to stop smoking would work with some and some not with others. I mean, if you were really aggressive with some, stop smoking, don't be an idiot, they'd tune you out. Some people, that may work. You knew a smoker. That was the point. So the point Jonah Goldberg makes in this piece, again, which you should read, is why did the left's war on the Second Amendment fail? 
because they made no effort to understand gun owners like they understood smokers. They just insulted them. Every time there's a, a shooting or a crime, you just want people dead if you're a gunner. I do? When did I say that? Well, you never said it, but because you're a conservative and I hate you, I'm just going to uh, uh, impugn your character and say stupid stuff like that. They made no effort to understand gun owners like they made an effort to understand smokers. That's important here. And this piece is relevant to what David, this guy, Shore is saying to Bill Maher. That, hey, if you don't make an effort, you radical liberal nutbags, me kind of throwing that in there a little bit. If you don't make an effort to understand why working class folks are leaving your movement in droves, you're not going to have a party left. If you're just going to do what you did with the Second Amendment, anti-Second Amendment movement, which is insult people and tell every gun owner you just want people dead, you're going to fail just like the anti-Second Amendment movement has failed. Now, here's Marr, part two of this interview, Bill Marr talking to this guy, sure, about another thing, how the left has gotten so crazy in an effort to attack conservatives and push forward this cancel culture agenda. Remember, it's a power thing that the left is actually doing things so stupid and counterproductive, like defund the police. These are ridiculously counterproductive and the numbers prove it, that they're now going back to segregation Jim Crow type policies and suggesting somehow that this is them moving up the moral totem pole, that they're the woke ones. I'm pretty confident segregation was a bad thing. I'm 100% confident. I'm on the right moral arc of history with that assertion. Not liberals. Liberals want to resegregate college campuses, college, college graduations. So don't worry, folks. They're saying it's okay because it's all voluntary now. Here's Bill Maher suggesting how, gosh, you're right. This whole left, they're losing their touch with their base because they're really stupid right now with defund the police and other stuff. Maybe this resegregation thing isn't a good idea. Check this out. We seem to be entering an era of, of resegregation that's coming from the left. Mm-hmm. I mean, on many college campuses, you can have, there are separate dorms, mm-hmm. separate black dorms, graduation ceremonies, stuff like that. How will that affect elections in the future? You know, I, I think uh, there's, there's a lot of, there was a great study in North Carolina that showed that, you know, racially integrated schools make people more, more liberal. Uh, but, you know, I, I think just to go back, I, I think that the important thing is to just realize that most non-white voters uh, are not liberal. Uh, they don't identify as liberal. We should take that really seriously. Uh, and I think that when it, uh, when it, like, realizing that most voters don't share our values means that we should instead try to meet people where they are with the values that they actually hold and that we should talk to them about issues that they care about. Think about the Goldberg piece now. Asking you to get out of your comfort zone just a little bit and think this through. It's not just that liberals don't understand conservatives like they didn't understand gun owners. Liberals don't understand Democrats either. Defund the police was a grotesquely unpopular proposal that probably cost the Democrats upwards of 10 or or more congressional seats. It doesn't matter. They keep doubling down. Why? Resegregation of college campuses is an obviously immoral, absurd, outrageous, stupid, racist proposal. And yet liberals are the one pushing it while conservatives are fighting it. So why do they do it if as sure just acknowledged the guy being interviewed by Bill Maher? Another liberal, 
Short just acknowledged it's counterproductive that diverse classrooms actually promote liberal ideas. Because ladies and gentlemen, number one, liberals are caught in a vacuum of stupid. But number two, there is power in this. Power is appetizing. Liberals love cancel culture and radical stupid ideas because they're celebrated amongst a small populace of liberal intelligentsia. They're celebrated. They're lauded. Robin DiAngelo and others that the anti-racist author, they're celebrated. So there's power in it. There's glory in it for them. There's power in canceling people. There's power in being the first one to double down and say, I just don't want a separate black graduation. I want a black uh, Caribbean nation uh, segregation uh, graduation. And then the other liberals are like, that's a great idea. Why didn't I think it? And then they celebrate that. So they double and triple down on stupid because they don't even understand and are making no effort, effort to even understand Democrats. Forget about conservatives. You don't believe me? When I told you repeatedly, you doubt me, that this cancel culture, radical, far left, power-based absurdity is eventually going to be cannibalistic and the left are going to be left to entirely eat their own soon? Why? Because conservatives are ignoring them. Here's an article by Outkick by Bobby Borak. Again, be in the newsletter today, bongino.com slash newsletter if you want to check it out. The Teen Vogue staffer who encouraged Teen Vogue to fire Alexi McCammon. Alexi McCammon was one of their, uh, was their new editor at Teen Vogue. She got fired because she had some tweets about Asian people when she was 17, folks. She's in her 30s. She got canned. Well, one of the Teen Vogue staffers who encouraged her to get canned was also, uh, is also, was, is also caught with tweets using the N-word. Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. Hmm. 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 I got a key chime in it. <laughs> what did I tell you? Ladies and gentlemen, we all have things in our past on our Twitter timelines and social media timelines and emails we've sent and things we've said. We all have things that are off color in bad taste. All of us. Conservatives are starting to figure that out. Conservatives are starting to say, you know what? We believe in a culture of forgiveness. People make mistakes. We're going to allow people to apologize and we're going to move on because we've done some of this stupid stuff too. As long as it's sincere, we'll move on. Not liberals. So I'm telling you in a moment of good news that while you reject cancel culture, the liberals will undoubtedly, because it's happening now, implode entirely on their own as they eat themselves alive with standards no human being can possibly meet. All right, let me get to this last story by PJ Media. And then uh, tomorrow's show, I've got two I'm not going to get to today. I want to cover on tomorrow's show. It's going to take a few minutes, so I got to kind of leave it on the shelf. Why this latest housing boom, and there has been a housing boom. You've probably seen it. If you're looking for a house, own a house, renting, whatever. Why this latest housing boom may be different. Because I've heard a lot of people say, oh, the prices will come down soon. They may, but it's an interesting article in the Wall Street Journal about why this time may be different. I'll, I'll get into that tomorrow. But finally today, you may say, Dan, as an equity stakeholder in a number of uh, tech companies, Parler included, how did you not cover this? I am covering it right now. It'll be in the newsletter. Breaking news from this weekend. 
Trump to return to social media with his own platform soon. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that would certainly change the game, wouldn't it? Yeah. Imagine, you know, Parler, what did we get up to? 20 million users? And we didn't have Donald Trump on a platform. Can you imagine a Trump social media platform? What does Twitter have? 100 million users? I can almost guarantee you it would be a major threat to Twitter almost instantaneously. It would absolutely change the game. What did I tell you, folks? People are learning on the right. They're learning how to divorce themselves from the cancel culture big tech lunatics, create our own parallel economy, while the only people left behind in the cancel culture ecosystem are going to be leftists eating themselves from the inside out. I said it. Maybe we'll do Guy, our hero of the day, tomorrow, too. Slady, basketball, uh, Anna, Anna Hoffman, love her. Maybe we'll get to that video tomorrow, too. I've got a loaded loaded week already. I've already got some of tomorrow's show already done because we had so much material. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for tuning in. Um, again, anxiously awaiting May 24th, where we will be on the air on your terrestrial radio stations, 12 uh, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be, I'm really unbelievably excited about it. Already getting some of the shows ready now. So uh, May 24th, folks, get ready. Call your local radio stations. If you don't mind, ask them if they're going to carry the show 12 noon Eastern on your terrestrial radio. We'd appreciate it. Help us out a lot. And uh, make sure you subscribe to the video version of our show, rumble.com slash Bongino, rumble.com slash Bongino. It's free. We'd love to have you over there. Check out the video version of the show today, including those videos. Uh, You'll see them. They're really important. Thanks for tuning in, folks. See you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.